Hey guys, just wanted to drop some knowledge on y'all. A new uh, front of the podcast, Dewan O'Neill, has dropped his first novelization, Dear Dominic, A Roadmap to His Son, on Amazon. Grab your copy today. Hey, what's up, everybody? You are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks with me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and my co-host, Rebellious D and Trav. How are you fellas doing today? I see we got an introduction. Oh, yeah, we got an introduction. Hey, man. I always introduce you guys because it's like y'all are part of the team, and y'all should be honored that I do mention y'all because it's like I said, it's like it's like David Ruffin and oh. the Temptations. It's like ain't nobody coming here to see Otis. They come in here to see David Ruffin. And y'all just need to... What, what did David Ruffin do when he went solo without the Temptations? Hey, yeah. not a and damn we, and we're not going to speak, not we're not gonna speak on the dead, but it's like, like, <laughs> like, like we said on last week's episode, you know, everybody knows their place and, you know, D is in the middle and Travis at the let's, end. Yeah, let's, let's cut that right now, Playboy. <laughs> I said, let's that was not, was not even. Well, I'm talking about the train. I'm no, about the train. nope. We nope. know what you're talking about. Well, like I don't want no part man. of it. Yeah, try out of all the, part of it. Out of all the sweet anime groups, he could reference. He references the human centipede. Human centipede That's how you talk well, about why, your well, podcast. Why do you feel group. some type of way about it? What do you mean? It's the human? Come on, Banks. Have you ever seen that? It's a, yeah, it's a classic. No, classic. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. Classic. Um, hey, just chill, man. Just relax, just like chilling. you always tell We're me. Relaxing. We're relaxing. So relaxing. So look, right. Um, before we, before I say who the guest is, I wanted to mention one thing. 28 years, Daft Punk is finally over, man. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Crazy. Yep. I, great, I look, great run, guys. So, great run. I'm gonna say something, <clears throat> I'm gonna say something controversial. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say it, cause I think I know what you're gonna say. I told D earlier, I said, man, I wish that they would have went two more years so that way it could have been 30 years, man. Is that uh, what you are gonna say? Hell no. Yeah. I'm gonna say <laughs> Daft Punk by themselves is meh. Daft Punk, when they make music for other people and then other people remix their stuff, yeah. fire. Correct. Correct. Fire. But I can Daft, agree with that. Daft Punk as a, like, them? Yeah. I mean, Guys. but I felt, like they, I felt like their career built up nicely. When they did Random Access Memories, yeah. that, was, that was a highlight. That was it, yeah. bro. Yeah. Only because only they had the hit song with Pharrell. Yeah, but all the features on that were sick. All the feature people. I mean, there were those were the best sounds on the on the CD, dude. And well, then that did. that outro, that that beat is sick. I but, still I mean, feel I still feel like Kanye put them on in the states though by sampling. I, I agree, but I mean, but that's what I was about to bring up is that that album that they had where they had the fusion of their music and anime. Uh-huh. Like I thought that that was dope for them. <clears> like that's how I found out about that back in the yeah. day. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I mean, don't- they're pioneers. Yeah, I definitely really? don't want to hate. Literally. I just, I just always felt like when somebody brings, like when the weekend brings them on, Pharrell brings them on, it's yeah. fire. But yeah. there's no Daft Punk stuff that I'm like really love. I get it. I get it. I mean, well, yeah, but respect to them because they are yeah. pioneers. Yeah, man. Yeah, twenty-eight years. Yep. Hey, I'm, hey, guys, real talk. I'm hoping that we can make it 28 years. Not, not with not, you not, comparing us to the human centipede. I was about to say not, not when you don't introduce <laughs> us. Not yeah, when you don't I always introduce yeah. y'all. Oh, they yeah. go find out. They go find out in, in the next like two minutes when they yeah listen. inside smudge. <laughs> Let's rock and roll. Hey, look, y'all just need to. Hey, relax. it doesn't matter what color you make your room, bro. The smudge hey, is still there. That's I right. The that. smudge is still right there. through that, bro. 
All right, y'all oh. just relax. Just relax. Uh, look. Ain't no smudge free setting on that remote. <laughs> let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Okay. All right, this is somebody that, you know, I, I'm proud of Trav because, you know, Trav, I, I'm happy that he's. Redemption. I, I'm happy that he's using Twitter more. You know, he, I be seeing because, like, we share the leveling up with Benjamin Banks' uh, Twitter account. Well, and see, I, see, I dedicate myself to our Twitter, whereas you don't. I see Twitter. Well, respect. Well, respect. Well, see, the, thank you. The thing is, is, like, I I have more followers on on my Twitter and everything, so it's a lot more easier. Here for we me go, Trav. It's yeah. a lot more easier for me to do stuff on my Twitter, and then plus two, this dude Trav, like, I'll be talking to somebody on Twitter, and then Trav will be like, "Hey, man, I opened up the message by mistake." I'm just like, "Dang, Trav." Well, you know like, what it is when you like, texting on your phone like, or whatever, nah, and nah, it nah, pops nah, up just, at the time. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hey, look, when Trav when Trav messages somebody. When Trav is messaging somebody, it's just I I, I leave it alone because I'm like, okay, that's Trav's person. But Trav be like, hey man, I open up your message and I'm like, come mm. on, Trav. So you mad at me for they, having they common courtesy? Come here to see, just like David Ruffin said, he said oh, they ain't come Lord. here to see you, Otis. They ain't come here to see you. But yeah. but look, I don't want to talk negative because I'm giving you your props right now. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Put some respect you. on it. I appreciate you sliding in the DMs. Redemption. You know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you that you got mentioned by uh, I, IDW. Oh yeah, you, you hey, Trav's been on fire for like. No, what I'm saying. Bro. So that's a. It's like hey, you know. Hey, I hold on, hold on. The highlight though, Kevin. Uh, hold on, hold on, Rondell. Just, just wait, Rondell. I'm getting there. I give credit where it's due, and you know, Trav. He had Mr. Kevin Eastman himself, the creator of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Say cowabunga on his post, and I and I text Trav, and Trav was just like, "You're messing with me," yeah. and I was just like, "I said nah," like he really said it. So yeah, so yeah, Trav, good stuff, man. Keep up, keep up the good work, and uh, you know, this is definitely your redemption story right now. Redemption. And, hey, and, you know, I got to pull the shameless plug, man. Make sure you check out the YouTube and check out all the comic reviews that we. Drop. Oh yeah, for sure. Fire. Yeah, check them sure. out. Hey, We've been we've been hitting our YouTube heavy and uh like one of our TV, former guests TV, Den- movies, comics, one, anime. One of our uh, former guests, Denise McClung, she was telling me, she was like, You guys post so many videos, I can't keep up with everything that y'all do. But I will say that since we started doing the YouTube, a lot of people that have been following us over the years, they've been checking out stuff like she said. She never watched Promise Neverland, and then she she watched the video that we had done with Lum. And she mm-hmm. enjoyed it, and she checked out Promise Neverland. Right, Shout we're out becoming to Lum. influencers. Shout out to Lum. We got to bring them back up here on the podcast. You know no what question. I'm saying? So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. So Trav, he slid into the DMs <clears throat> of uh, you know a new family member of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks team, and that is Mr. Danny Kramer, and uh, he does voiceover work on Pokemon Journeys and. Yu-Gi-Oh reigns. So uh yeah, let's go ahead and give him a call and uh let's see why he is a friend of the leveling up with Benjamin Banks family now. Before we get into that though, here's a word from our sponsors. Yeah. That's right. We want to thank Golden Ink Tattoo for always sponsoring the podcast. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. You can give them a call at 757-465-1010 and book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or their brand new tattoo artist, Kane, spelled like Kanye. Also, mentioning up Leveling Up Banks will get you a 10% discount off your tattoo. So make sure you mention up Leveling Up Banks to get 10% off your tattoo. How are you doing today, Danny? 
I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad that Trav slid in your DMs and he found you in social media land. That's right. Yep. Yep. You know, Absolutely. it's like Trav, he's taking my advice because that's one thing that I always say, just slide in the DMs and everybody's <laughs> DMs that he's been sliding in, uh, he's been pretty successful so far. So Pinky's up to you, Trav. Right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Very nice. So to everybody that's watching this interview, please make sure that you like this video, you leave a comment, you subscribe and you hit that bell button. So that way you're always notified when we have a new video up. And uh, let's go ahead and get into today's episode with Mr. Danny Kramer. So, Danny, tell us your origin yes, story. Sir. Who are you? My origin story. Yes, sir. Oh, goodness. Well, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yes. Uh, I was a young kid just uh, just doing his thing, going to school and everything. Um, I went to college, Manhattanville College in Purchase. Uh, I went there initially to study, like, science and medicine, but... I wasn't really feeling that, so I started studying film and television, and uh, I really enjoyed uh, editing the most, but I enjoyed like directing and, and shooting and all that. Uh, so eventually, uh, I graduated college, got some internships with different places to do production, mostly editing and some, uh, some production work too. Uh, and then I started working with this company called I Imagine. It was a really great company. Uh, my mom had actually worked with them in the 80s, nice. so I had a connection there, right? Uh, so I was on set uh, doing uh, just grip work, basically, and uh, we, it was for like this uh, this industrial video for uh, for this client, and uh, they had a, a studio for us to do uh, the audio, the the, the post production for the voiceover, and the talent didn't show up, oh, and uh, they were, and so the producer and the client were like, "Well, Danny, you have a nice voice, right?" And uh, I forgot to mention uh, throughout school. Uh, grade school, middle school, high school, and college, uh, I studied acting. Uh, and I just did it for fun, you know, and I would be in student plays and all that. So they were like, you got a bit of an acting background and you got a nice voice. Why don't you do, why don't you do a script for this? And I'm like, I'm not really a voice actor. And they're like, eh, here's the script, get in the booth. You got this. So I'm like, okay, all right. So I did it. They liked it. They came back and had me do other stuff. Um, other friends and, and associates I had asked me to do voiceover stuff for them. And eventually it just was like uh, one, uh, an audio engineer uh, named uh, Terry Fabrizio. He's, he's a good buddy of mine. He's like, why don't you like go to like an acting school and make this like a thing? Like go study voice acting. I'm like, okay. So I went to Actors Connection in Manhattan. I took classes with Paul Liberty uh, and eventually Darren Dunstan. Um, in my classes with Darren Dunstan, uh, we got to know each other and, and he liked my stuff. Uh, he eventually sent me auditions for Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, one of them was for The Shepherd right there on your screen. And, right. uh, and I landed that and I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Um, but this was after studying voice acting for like four or five years. Yeah. So this didn't happen right. instantaneously. I, I skipped a few <laughs> years, but, um, yeah, and I started doing Yu-Gi-Oh! And then after a while, I started meeting, um, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, uh, what would you call them? Alumni? You okay. know, uh, Dan Green, Erica Schroeder, and all of them. Yeah. And, uh, they they introduced me to Lisa Ortiz, and I took classes with her, Erica Schroeder, Jennifer Suckup. And eventually, in getting to know Lisa better, she eventually sent me an audition for Raihan and uh, <clears throat> Raihan, excuse me. And um, yeah, and I and I landed that, and I just again was like, "What?" So uh, 
yeah, that's been my journey that I can talk about so far. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you know, so that's yeah. that's that. That's, that's crazy. A, yeah, that's a really yeah, nice sword. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel blessed. Very, very blessed and fortunate. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so pretty much, uh, you know, you had the Tyrese effect where it's like, you know, <laughs> you were you were at the right place at the right time. And it seems like that. And it's just like, yeah, hey, that's what happened. Like, that's that's what always happens in life. It's just like, you know, sometimes you're at the right place at the right time. And it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. like with D and Trav, you know, it's like I needed two people to join me in my podcast oh, adventure. That's how the story and, went? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, uh, that's how the story went. It's more like Trav. Trav was like, "I need some backup." D, I need that's how I went. Nah, as I, you know, I was doing the podcast. I was doing it by myself, like Batman. Uh, you know, year one, and brought Trav along. Nice. Trav was my Robin, and then we got D. D's our Batgirl. So, you know. come on, this guy. Uh, well, who, well, who is you know what it is? He's upset because he got the the inside smudge. Yeah, you know what it is. He's taking that out on Taking that out on us. You need to keep that energy in the room, sir. Well, nah, get that out of your eyes. I just don't. I just don't like y'all's energy and like the way y'all coming at me. It's like I've been treating y'all good. You know, I've been feeding y'all. I've been giving y'all water. Care y'all, man. It's just like, why did you let me join this? This is just absurd today. This man's never given me a water. Hey, look, for, <laughs> hey, 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 for real. I'm I'm on low sleep time. I, I didn't go to sleep until 5 a.m. yesterday. Oh, and here we go with the complaining. Oh, there we go. No, nah, don't give in to this man, bro. <laughs> don't buy his story. Don't, don't. I was just gonna compliment you for your for your stamina. Thank you. Know? Thank, hey, uh, yeah. that's what I love about bringing guests onto the podcast because it's like when we do this, it's like you know, they always say good stuff about me. Usually I'm dealing with like these two guys like I'm sure you watch uh, the Muppets when you were younger, and the two grumpy yeah. old men—that's who they are. I was thinking we were Bernie and Ernie. Yeah, Ernie. That's Sesame Earth. Street. Earth. That's why—that's what I'm saying. Y'all oh, can't even—y'all can't even get the characters right. What's, what's <laughs> wrong, <laughs> man? Look, we didn't smudge your camera. Yeah, you yeah. break it, hey, it up. Well, but you know, like that's what I like. Like that's the only thing that y'all can point out is the smudge. But you know, y'all, it's like, y'all, y'all have both been that's inconsistent. That's because we fixed the other issue. We fixed the other issue. No, no, I'm talking. First, first, yeah. first, you got Trav sitting here talking about Billy went to high school with him, and then you got D talking about the smudge and getting uh, Bert and Ernie mixed up with Muppets characters. So y'all just pretty close. close. It's pretty close. No, they're not. Do you feel better? Oh, so, so what are you saying? Yeah, that all, are you saying that are you saying that all puppets look alike? Is that what you're saying? Well, well maybe we could talk about that when we're not recording, but maybe. Okay. okay. <laughs> but anyway, but on camera. Danny, I, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah, about okay. that. Sometimes we uh snowball up here. A family and, uh, affairs. Yeah, you're man. Good. I've seen I've seen episodes of your show. I did my research. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, which, which one did you check out? I checked out the one. Oh gosh, I forget his name, but he's been on all like the Disney cartoons. He was Snapper Carlton, Jason Marsden. Yeah. Jason yes, Marsden. thank you. Yes, I'm sorry, that's the one I know for. But yeah, that was a really great episode. It's hey, fantastic. Hey, it's all about sliding in the DMs, man. That's right. That's, yeah. that's what it's all about. And your boy but, was there uh, with that smile on his face. Uh huh. I was happy. And a twinkle in his eye. I wish. I wish that we had the video for that episode because Trav was grinning the entire time. Oh, he looked like a kid on Christmas Day. I love it. And then Jason Mars, and he was just like, he's like, Trav, sing the song with me, and Trav, yeah, try to get froze up. I probably But no, but um, but yeah. So Danny, like, getting in back to the origin story part 
like what were some of your favorite animes or cartoons that you watched growing up some of my favorites growing up were definitely the original pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. i mean i have to have to give credit where credit's due right there right and hold on i'm just bringing up my light a little bit so i'm not so dark in here there you are no it's hey, and... it's all right if you want to be do the bruce wayne yeah you know, <laughs> it's yeah. fine bro oh my god i am the batman, <laughs> batman. Uh, <laughs> but um speaking of batman probably one of the biggest ones i enjoyed the most was batman the animated series yes, uh, that was a huge influence on on both like my interpretation of voice acting and just uh and just like cartoons and animation in general you know of course i enjoyed all of the fun stuff uh, tiny tune adventures and the original looney tunes scooby-doo um and um so yeah as, as i started getting older it was funny like i it took me a long time to really appreciate cowboy bebop i loved it when i was like a little kid but as i got older as i swear each year i started to love it more and more and it's easily like my favorite mm -hmm. anime ever but nice. um, up here for us too bro the classic the classic. Right? Yeah. Uh, classic and, and uh, my favorite shonen is definitely bleach and oh, i know that's a controversial i know that's a controversial pick but that's uh, my favorite mm, so. hey, hey trav interesting hey danny it was nice <laughs> having you up here man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man nope. oh but man the it, hate the it hate makes is real. sense though for that age bracket you know that yeah. the guys that mm -hmm. came a little bit yeah. after us you mm -hmm. know, because we grew up, you know, Toonami in the afternoon with the Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, oh, I forgot Cowboy. to mention. Oh, my God. I forgot to mention Dragon Ball and Yu Yu Hakusho. Love them. Sailor Moon. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. But, yeah, for that, that next generation after us, you know, Naruto, One Piece, Bleach, mm. Death Note mm. a little bit after that and stuff. Those were huge for those guys coming oh, yeah. up. So, yeah. you know, the you know, go back to the Pokemon where if you're saying that you enjoyed the original did you continue watching the series as it kept going on or like, did you have a falling out with it? I would say that I kept watching. I watched from the very beginning all the way through to when Ash defeated the orange Island league. I loved that. Uh, I started watching into Johto. And by that time I just started like being interested in, in this and that, but I always loved the games and I watched every single Pokemon movie that came out. So with the cartoon series, I just wasn't able to keep up as much as I liked yeah. because it was on Saturday mornings and like anytime that it came on like Boomerang or something, I'd right. watch the reruns and I would enjoy it and stuff. Um, I mostly I, I mostly kept up through seeing piece, bits and pieces of reruns here and there for the third and fourth and fifth gen anime. And then I started watching again for the sixth gen anime because I had heard it was just so much more action orientated and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I got to see this. And I really enjoyed it. And, uh, and then uh, for the episodes uh, in Alola, uh, I hadn't gotten a chance to watch that too much because while that was airing, I was doing a lot of work where I was traveling around the country uh, shooting commercials and stuff so mm -hmm. i just didn't have a whole lot of time but when it came on netflix i watched all of them right <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah, there's so, a lot yeah, in that series so sure are yeah. so i mean yeah. so I, I i i always kept appraised of it and all that kind of stuff to to stay up to date on, on kind of what was happening and all that and i constantly played the games i mean right here i have every single pokemon game i just brought it with me because i figured it'd come up eventually oh trust um, me it was 
Yeah. <laughs> but um, and then uh, and then for Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't ask about Yu-Gi-Oh. You just asked. About oh Pokemon. no, I was going to get there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. You good? Uh, you good? Hey, go ahead and take it away. You stay in the ship yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay. For yeah, for po- uh, for Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh my god, it was so funny. Um, I think it was my dad. He had seen a magazine article uh this was after pokemon was out and super popular and everything it must have been in like early 2001 this magazine article that talked about this big new popular brand coming from japan and that it could rival pokemon in popularity and it's like what is this Mm -hmm. and i think it had a picture of the dark magician next to it and i'm like okay uh but i remember kids they be showing the promos for it i'm like this is so interesting i'll check it out and I just was hooked from the first episode. I watched everything from the very beginning all the way to the end of 5Ds. Yeah, same and, here, same uh, here. That was my journey. And by the time 5Ds had ended, I was going into college. So basically, or I was already in college. And basically, I just was like, uh, I, I couldn't keep up with it. But I saw it was excellent. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. You know, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with watching the new episodes and it wasn't until um, I was taking Darren's classes that I started really kind of checking out. And by that point, they were ending Arc 5 and they were going into the first season of Reigns. And I was like, oh, my God, Reigns is totally my thing. Um, and, and yeah, I thought it was really cool. And then I get an audition for one of the villains on Reigns. And I'm like, OK, awesome. So, yeah. Um, I, I eventually, I never got a chance to watch Zexel in Arc 5, but what I did is that I played uh, Legacy of the Duelist uh-huh. for the Switch, You're right? and uh-huh. I was able to kind of get an idea of what happened in the stories and all that kind of stuff, and interesting stuff, really, really cool stuff they had going on there. I'd love to check out those episodes someday, but uh, when I when I get some time, but yeah, you know, so. Hey, I, you know, Daddy, I got to say, man, I appreciate you know, you bring it up all of, you know, your tools with you. You know, you're always prepared. You never know. <laughs> you, you never know. You know hey, what I'm saying? Like somebody can got ro- the utility belt. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> hey, bro, some, yeah. somebody could roll up in the studio on them right now and they'd be like, hey, let's duel. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, yeah, you just exactly. never know. But hey, uh, D, I'll go ahead and let you ask the next question. Um, Oh, really quick. On- Wait, I'm so sorry. Really quick to the... <laughs> yep, yep, you're, the, you're good. To, you're the, good. to, the, to the dueling point i i have my deck here that's right like just hey, in don't case, make me you know, grab like, mine out of the closet right you know like i don't hey. want to i don't want to get sent to the shadow realm be careful i got my deck in the living room on my shelf don't, <laughs> hey i'm so sorry derek please go ahead oh no worries man um first and foremost i wanted to say thanks for coming on with us my pleasure and you touched on one of i'm sure it's all of our favorites cowboy bebop did you have a favorite character in that show villain or hero doesn't yeah, matter my favorite who mm-hmm. What, who did you, you said that you kind of, your opinion of it kind of evolved over time and did your favorite hero change or favorite character? I'll say that none of them are really heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a favorite character? Yes. When I was younger, my favorite character was Ed and yeah. I love, yeah. Right. And I loved mm-hmm. everything with her and the dog and, and everything. I'd say by the time I hit my late teens, Spike became my favorite character. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. I love him so much. Okay. But in recent rewatches, yep, mm, Jet is becoming my favorite character. <laughs> and yeah. but but I still love mm-hmm. I still love both um, Ed and Spike. But it's just okay. that it's like 
I don't know. Like it's just I, I, every time I rewatch it, I see something new. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I always yeah. do. Yeah, that's that's so. I think that's what's fun about my question is they're all likable to some degree, and yeah. it's it's a very fun cast. Um, and my second question for you is Bleach. You said it's your favorite. Who mm-hmm. is your guy? Rich. Who is my? Guy? Yeah, it's like this dude telling you who to say. Hey, <laughs> hey we just saying. Oh, hey, I just slid the ballot in there. <laughs> it's already picked. Who you got? I'm really. It's so cliche. Give me I'm gonna, two. I'm gonna. I'll give you two. Okay, yep, that's great. Give me two. I'll give you two. My I two favorite are Ichigo mm-hmm. and Rukia. Mm-hmm. But, okay, I don't, yeah. but I don't, but I don't, oh. I don't ship them. Don't worry. See, that's, that's exactly what I was about to ask. That's exactly uh-huh. no. what I was about to ask you because you know, you know that there were a lot of fans that were pissed off when they found out that, that they ended up just being friends and not right. being yeah. a couple. So mm-hmm. the spoilers, of course. The spoilers. But. I it was kind of original. Yeah. yeah. Well, I really, I really like that. I mean, I, I love, love that. it too. At, and yeah. at the end, I mean, Ichigo was spoilers with Orihime with a kid mm-hmm. and Renji and Rukia have a kid, but they're like all best friends. They're like yep. extended family. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And Renji, exactly. Renji should have got the no. girl, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, he, Renji went through, been in, he, he went, went through, through health together. Hell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got a question for you to piggyback off of what D just asked you about Bleach. How did you yeah. feel about the Bleach live action movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good. Okay, um, I, I, I actually I, when it, when I first heard about it and I heard that I was gonna adapt like the substitute arc, I'm like, okay, there's no way they can leave this movie without it ending on a cliffhanger. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like how exactly is this gonna be? Uh, but when I saw it, and I, I watched it with the English dub because I mean this, that's just what I did. Yeah. But I I really liked it. I honestly really did. Um, I know that there are people that had problems with this or that about it, but I felt like the way they portrayed the hollows was really excellent. Um, I, I liked that they made them like really scary. Like, you know, that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, Cause in later bleach episodes, they become very not scary and it can't be helped because they're fighting basically gods by the end. Right. Of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, bleach. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I liked it. And I liked the way they handled Ichigo a lot. I, I definitely thought it was interesting that they made Orihime a bit more of a serious character than she originally was. Like that was interesting to me, but I thought they handled Ichigo and Rukia like really well and Chad too. So yeah. Chad, my man Chad. uh, I do want to expand on that a little bit because you know what I've noticed. And Mm -hmm. again, for me being a music engineer, I absorb music differently than people that just listen to music, just listen to music. So Mm -hmm. like they'll, you know, of course, you know, Banks ain't really on that mumble rap as he I knew you was going to mention me, man. But, <laughs> you know, when I listen to it, I'm hearing different elements that maybe Banks isn't really listening for. Um, I've noticed when we ask these questions, the people that are in that field, they don't hate it as strongly as mm-hmm. a normal consumer. And I mm. think that's because, you know, you're in the field and you can pick it apart and understand and appreciate some of the certain things they do. Versus just regular guys like us who are just watching it. I guess. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm so sorry. No, 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 go ahead, Danny, go ahead. Um, I mean, the thing about it is that I, I, even from the beginning, like I, I had always kind of like imagined like, what would it be like if they were to turn Bleach into a live action movie? Because it's like, it's, it's almost ripe for that because it's a little bit more down to earth mm-hmm. with like the action and the characters than like other mm-hmm. shonen are. Yeah. It's way easier than like Well, because they were Ball, successful right? in doing the Royu Kenshin. 
exactly so, so it's like should, just kind of do something yeah. like 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 do something kind of like that so i thought it, it handled itself really well and i was actually even like surprised at the scale of the final battle i was like oh because i thought they would just keep it super simple right. but they went places with that and they sort of merged ichigo's confrontation with renji and byakuya and the soul society a little bit with the confrontation there so it'd be interesting to see what they would do if they do a part two or whatever Maybe. but yeah no so i technically i just was really impressed with it so i just was like no, this is good i like it so i want to say that i think that this was the first movie because i remember i was watching it and i had hit trav up and i was just <laughs> like bro like i'm not feeling it and like i'm the type of person that it's like you know every time everything. I watch, like yeah I, I like everything you know what i'm saying so for me to say <laughs> i'm not a fan of it because it's like bleach it is something that i watched when i was younger but I mm -hmm. grew out of it. So when mm -hmm. this movie came out, you know, I was looking forward to it. And then when I saw that they had merged certain elements together, I just feel like it didn't flow as well. Now, some some movies you can get away with that stuff, like um, like Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, the Diamond is Unbreakable movie. I don't know if you've seen that movie or if you're a Jojo no. fan. Are you a Jojo? I sure am. Oh yeah. I just haven't seen the Diamond is Unbreakable movie, but hey, you're not missing definitely. nothing. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. But anyway. Uh, but but let me tell you my favorite Bleach movie. Okay, go ahead. Live action movie. Like, I like it, but it's not my favorite. Right. My favorite, unquestionably, yeah. okay. is Memories of Nobody. That's uh, my favorite, too. That was no, the first uh, one I saw, uh, man. Really yeah. good movie. Uh -huh. It was sad. Yeah. That's where he was going with that. My, yes. my favorite my, my favorite's yeah. the fourth so, one. So that, that hell, ending. Hellverse. Yeah. When, uh, mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. When... Uh, it was like he forgot who the girl was and then he ended up catching the ribbon. Like, I, I have that yeah, song yeah, yeah. on my anime playlist. I, and, and what's crazy about that song, like, you can't find it anywhere on YouTube. Like, if you look it up, it's an edited version of the song. So thank God I downloaded yeah. it back in 2008 when the movie came out. Yeah, it is. It is available on iTunes right now. Oh, now? It, okay, can, nice. It nice. Is, yeah, all, yeah, all of Aqua Times, all of the songs they did for Bleach is, are on iTunes. Nice. Like a second so you can yeah but uh yeah no man that scene when he got sent his ribbon and, uh -huh. and whether it was her or just his imagination just I, dude, I, te I teared up so that, I, I was like, that's the thing i think bleach is just okay as a series yeah. like the movies i think we're better. honestly i think the bleach movies are better than dragon ball z movies I, I wouldn't take understand. it that far, Ron. Mm, like, that's, honestly. That's a, that's a, that's a big stretch. Honestly. Big uh, I think I can agree. I think the Bleach movies one. are... If you're going quality-wise. Quality-wise, man. All of them are five-star, yeah. dude. The movies are better than the series, in my opinion. And they just do a yeah. fantastic job. Because they're just... They're non-canon, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like a one-off thing. Yeah. Most yeah, of the yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball Z stuff is... <clears throat> kind of miss me with it you know yeah, it's, I mean? it's, it's not it's like it's all over the place like there's you don't no know. there's no bad bleach movie yeah. yeah all of them are great all of them yeah. are great exactly but, uh, and i think that's but, i don't think he's necessarily taking digs yeah i'm not DBZ, taking a dig but, i'm just saying no, yeah, no, I know we, just, we know what dbz is trying to give us on the forefront every time it's yeah. kind of the same context every time whatever really changed much from what i recall the dragon mm -hmm. ball z movies were produced to help sell the anime as well as to give people a taste of what they were like at either movie theaters or like the Toei Animation Festival yeah, where right. they show them off. And some movies had a bigger budget than others. So yep. I think I think they wanted to do different things. Mm. So like the DBZ movies were just sort of like, you know, let's give people a taste of this. That's why sometimes you'll have Dragon Ball movies that are like ripoffs of arcs from the actual show. Right. Yeah, Tree yeah, like, uh, like Tree of Might. Tree of Might Tree of is Might. basically yeah. the Saiyan invasion arc. Right. Yep. Uh, Super Android 13 is... Almost the taking the, the events of 
Yeah, mm, but yeah. then sort of remixing a little bit, yeah. and then like you know, so so yeah, you know, but um, but I think Bleach was really helped by having this like ambitious kind of like, okay, we're gonna do something different mm -hmm. with the movies, and uh, and probably the the biggest one for that is movie four. It's, uh, that's like my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I still yeah. haven't seen they, it. Were, oh, it's, it's so good. I definitely recommend it because it's definitely much more dark and mature. Than Very anything and else. And the ending the battle. The ending battle is so fire, now, dude. Yeah. Is the fourth yeah, one is the fourth one, is it Hellverse or something like that? That's exactly yeah, right. Hellverse. I know it's I know it's on Netflix. I I, I have it yep. on my list, but I haven't yeah. uh, well Danny. I haven't I was gonna it say yet. it's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, Netflix. Danny, it's uh just to let you know that list is very, very <laughs> Very long. Very long. Very yeah. late thing I want this man to not see. It's like a Santa, it's like a Santa uh, a wish list for Christmas. <laughs> Roll and the scroll goes all the way out through the house and down out the front door. Yeah, it's like that. Hey, look, man. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that there are certain movies that. No, you just I watch the same thing over and over. This man's seen My Hero Academia the second two years. <laughs> Heroes hey, rising, you know, 90 real times. Hey, hey, real, hey, hey, real talk. Else? Real, real talk. So yesterday was uh, Elimination Chamber, right? Right. And, mm -hmm. and after the pay-per-view, um, our former guests, Dustin and Denise McClung, yeah. they, stay, they stayed over my house and we were uh, just watching stuff. And I was just like, hey, guys, let's put on My Hair Academia Heroes Rising. And I watch it sub. So it's just like I'm sitting here just repeating lines from the movie. They're just like, how many times have you seen this movie? Exactly. I, was just, I, I think I've seen it over like 50 <laughs> times, man. Like, like D, like D, because like me and him, we talk almost every day. Like, I always repeat lines from My Hair Academia Tone because it's like it's something that I really love. If I really love something, that I'm gonna keep on watching it over and over and over again. I can't help it. Like that's no, that's I just that. If it had been out for 30 years, it's respectable. Bro, it's been like four years, man. It doesn't matter. But bro, like Danny, I don't know if you watch My Hair Academia, but I do. Okay, I do. it's a it's a very motivating and inspiring anime. So like that's why like I'm a, I'm addicted to it. It's like anybody can relate to Deku when it comes to you know wanting to do something in life and you were always told that you were too small or you were too big or uh, you weren't the smartest, you know, you weren't the strongest. And mm -hmm. for him to always be told that he couldn't do something or he couldn't be a hero because he didn't have a quirk and then he finally gets one, it's just like, it's, it's very admirable and it's uh, very motivating to see his journey and be able to relate with everything that he goes through. And not not just Deku, but even the other students at the school, minus Coda, um, you know, it's just it's it's a very. It's, I just not pick it up on the coded chat. Here we chat. go. Yeah, the, I don't. I mean, what did Coda do to you? Yeah, exactly, bro. Drag his man through the, the, the mud every chance you get. Hey, look, every hey, time. hey, real talk. Like one of my friends on Facebook, like her dog's name is Coda. But when oh, she was Lord. talking about the dog, I thought she was talking about Coda at first, and I'm just Start like, talking about this this poor girl's yeah, dog. I, I started to take. Did you take dog. off your friends list or something? Because her dog's name is Coda. I, I started going with this. I can't. Hey, I can't. Yeah, I know it. you did. It was but, teetering hey, on the button. But hey, before we move on, I, I wanted to go back to the JoJo thing real quick, where we were talking yeah. about the Bleach. Where we were talking about the Bleach <clears throat> movie. I don't. I don't want to spoil it for you because I do want you to see it, Danny. But there is something that happens in the movie, which is similar to Bleach, where it's like they combine certain elements so that way that they can move the story along faster and more okay. smoother. And it worked in the JoJo movie. But in the Bleach movie, I feel like it kind of didn't work. I, I know like they uh, 
You know, they mm-hmm. combined the whole Grand Fisher thing with, you know, Renji and Biakia meeting Ichigo. And then when they made it like a challenge, spoiler alert for those people that, that haven't seen it. You're a little late. Mm-hmm. You're a little but late. It's like, it's like they made it a challenge. If he could beat, if he could beat Grand Fisher, then they would let Rukia stay. I'm just like, right. why would they do that? Like, it's, it's like, my thing is, is like, we know how, much of a badass and how cold-blooded Biakia is. So right. for him to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you can do this, we'll we'll let you off the hook. I'm just it's like, not happening. You saw what he did to Renji. And Renji was just one. Renji was just day one, bro. Renji was just day one and he did him like that. This dude's a savage. Hey, Trav, go ahead take it away with the next question, bro. Hey, um, so yeah, I want to start cycling back um, to Ooh. hitting this Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, now, see, again, we all grew up, you know, on the, on the original and stuff like that. Yep. And some of the series, as it progressed, I, I can openly say, like, yeah, I wasn't really feeling them. Mm-hmm. But the brains. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to, like, pretty much fill in Banks and Deeks. I don't know if they've actually seen brains or exactly what it is no, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet but pretty much I have not. it's pretty much Yu-Gi-Oh and Sword Art having a baby you know um, that's okay. a good that's a good yeah so they're if, inside of the game yeah so they're in well it's not a so I, like, I can so I, wait, you, I can I can I can give them a really good yeah, 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 yeah. I can give you a really good uh, sort of. So basically okay. what happens in, in Yu-Gi-Oh! Frames, the premise of it is that uh, this company called Soltech has created a cyberspace. Have you ever seen the movie Summer Wars? No, I've never even heard of it. Nah, I've never heard oh, of that one. Okay, well, you got to see okay. it. Okay, but okay. anyway. Okay, so you've seen it, Derek. You know what I'm talking about? But- no, no, no. I'm making note of it. Okay, yeah, make a note of it. But and basically, <laughs> um, Soltech created this this entire network that's beyond the internet where you put on a headset and you go into a virtual reality world okay. and everything from like your bank account to going to school <clears throat> to all of society revolves around the brains. And it's mm. basically a neural network that takes people's thoughts and ideas and helps create this actual neural network internet kind of place. And okay. inside of the brains, people can have duels because of course. Right. And because of um, course it's you, Gail. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and and that's sort of the thing. But Soltech is a company that uh, you know, not unlike Kaiba Corp, right. is uh some shady elements to it and stuff like that. And one mm-hmm. of the main things of the plot is that there are these six AIs that they created, and they feel that if they could harness the power of these AIs that have free will and are trying to get away from Soltech. If they could harness these six AIs, they could take their uh, <clears throat> network to the next level and like take over the world from a corporate standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's all these other factions of characters. You have the main character and his faction who are just interested in helping the main character figure out what happened to him in his past because something strange happened to him when he was younger and he's not sure how it's connected to Soltech, but it, he thinks it is. And then you have another group called the Knights of Hanoi that want to destroy yep. all of the AI because they're like, the AI are evil and will lead to the end of humanity. We have to destroy them. And that's pretty much like the safest kind of like summary of like the general Mm. Fantastic, of, yeah. your brains. Fantastic. Yeah, that was good. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you right, sold us right on it. Right on. Yeah, hit the nail right on the head, man. 
And um, and the thing and the thing about it is that I don't want to talk too much about like season two and beyond right. because right now yeah, of course. it's currently airing on Pluto TV. Yep. Yeah. They're in, they're like midway through season one, so I just like you know I don't yeah. want to talk too much about spoilers. So of course. Yeah. So I've already seen most of that, and uh, so I <laughs> I enjoy my Yu Gi Oh subbed, and it really it's because when I was a kid and we watched the four kids version. Um, when you later on find out, hey man, if you go back and watch that Japanese sub, there's some stuff going on it that like, you wouldn't even pick mm-hmm. up. I mean, there, this, it's real. Like it's just life yeah, or They death. were fighting people. Hey, no, it's more than a game. You hey, know, bro, I mean, Bandit Keith pulled out the gun. Bandit Keith yeah. pulled out the gun. <laughs> I remember on. everybody in school was talking about that dude when it, when it broke. People were like, dude, this guy had a gun. Well, definitely check out the manga because the manga. Oh, for is, sure. Yeah. Dude. I mean, like, oh man, it's even more hardcore. Like, uh, definitely, like the duel between Yami Merrick and Mai mm-hmm. in the manga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's crazy. probably my favorite duel just for how crazy it is in the manga. You but know, anyway, go ahead. It's, it's crazy how in the manga, because before, you know, the duel monsters thing even started, like with four kids, we went straight to the duel monsters. Whereas right, in the manga, right. it showed us like how dark and yeah, how, you have this whole backstory. Yeah. How like because like Yami, like he was he was killing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no way they could show that to us as kids. Well, they kind of did. They kind of covered that a little bit in Forbidden Memories. Like they would make mention of this pharaoh mm. was uh, a dictator, like leader type thing. Yeah. Like you know. I love Forbidden. Oh memories God, it's and so and good. Duelists of the Roses. Yeah, Duelists Forbid- of the Roses was so good. Uh, yeah. Forbidden yeah. Memories. That was the PS One game. That's the right? PlayStation One, and then Duelists of the Roses. Didn't it, oh, yeah, didn't it, didn't it come with a, a black, a red eyes black dragon? I think it came no. with Metal Morph and Red Eyes Black Metal Dragon. Yeah. There we I go. Yeah, because I, I, yeah. I still have those cards somewhere, but I, I wish that I would have never let somebody borrow that game. I was dumb for that, man. Uh, Very dumb because it's pretty much, it's never going to get a port over. Of course. And, you know, for... That game was classic, well, man. For guys like me who got the hookup on the computer, you know what I mean? It's I don't it's know still, what you mean. Yeah. So, Trav, <laughs> could you get something like that on Steam? <laughs> No, no, no. You'll never get it. No. They're never going to... Never don't going tell me what I'll it. never no, get. No, no, no. I mean... Well, you look me, you know, me right in mean, my a, eyes and told I mean, me I'd never get it. I mean, a company... Challenge accepted, sir. A company's <laughs> never going to take the money to distribute it in the masses to make it easily accessible. Oh, I, I, I get what you're saying. Just straight from Egypt. <laughs> just, like, uh, just like that Yu Yu Hakusho OVA. It's the, never going to get... Yeah, it's never going to come over here, right? No, no, no. I mean, I'll accept that challenge, too. I mean, no, it's going over here. I hope they dub. I hope Funimation does get the ability to dub the Yu Show movie. Yeah, that uh, what was it? Poltergeist report. It, it was a good movie. Yeah, um, it, it, the dub wasn't no, that good. Forget, no. it was, yeah, they, it they called it. They called it Poltergeist report. The actual Japanese name of that movie is Fires of the Netherworld. Oh, see, called. I never knew that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us knew you were this much of a you know. Yeah, he's one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's one of no, but I mean, well, you never know. Just because you voice act and do cartoons doesn't mean you're like deep into and enthralled in it. Yeah, you know I get what, what you're I mean? saying. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to uh, take a little trip back because I know earlier you had mentioned that you know you had your Pokemon with you, and yeah, me, me Trav, and D, like I had did uh, a photo edit for us where. 
if we were in the Pokemon world, who our six Pokemon would be. So if you uh, were a Pokemon trainer in the Pokemon world, what would your six Pokemon be? <laughs> I mean, basically, the ones that I actually use are probably the ones that I would have with me. Um, I can definitely tell you, uh, Charizard. I knew you were going to say evolve. it. I knew you were going to say it. I saw I your know. tweet earlier. Mm. Ah, yes. <laughs> I, chose Char- I, I chose Charmander too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I still got that original Charmander right nice. here. But, of course, I couldn't take him with me into mm. the future. So what I did is that on uh, yellow version, I basically just sort of, like, restarted that Game Boy collection and sent them forward. But definitely it would be, um, yeah, Mega Charizard X specifically. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Greninja, because he's my favorite. He's probably, like, one of my favorite Pokemon. So that's that my daughter's favorite. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah. He's, well, she's great. My Greninja's female, and I named it Mitsuki. But, um let's see okay if i'm allowed to have a legendary then it would probably be lugia because mm-hmm. he's definitely my number one favorite pokemon yeah that's that pokemon uh, 2000 right yeah. the best pokemon movie i don't care what anybody said i love the <laughs> i love the original but pokemon 2000 is the best pokemon movie of all time. 2000 made an impression on me because that theme uh, song. my dad went to an import store that was near him when i was growing up and he got me this oh and my this god dude, that's hey, bro. okay that's i'll say sick. I, danny i'm gonna let you know right now like you're our first guest that we've had up here that has had like oh, all the fire. props had all of you know the things that you've collected over the years and that's really awesome could you put that up on the screen like fully up on the screen so that way everybody will be able to see it yeah that's, that's awesome uh, i've never i've never seen that before Go ahead, Trav. Say what it. What is that? Say that's it, fire. That's fire. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's so fire. basically, I think if I were, when I read about it uh, correctly, this was like a, a guide book or summary book of like for the movie that was released in Japanese theaters. Right. Slide it back just a little bit. Oh, sure, no problem. Yep, there, there you go. And uh, it, it gives like a summary of the movie. Say. It gives some backstory on the characters and stuff. Uh, obviously, I don't really know Japanese, but from what I read about it, that's what it is. And of course, it came with this Lugia. Oh, that's my ancient. Mew. I still yeah. have mine. Yeah, that classic. I yeah. still have my ancient Mew card, man. It's crazy. What a good it's... moment when you went to the theater and got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, right? I, I want to say Sweet I got two moment. of them. Yeah, they. I mm. I got. I went with me and my friends, and they gave each of us like three. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know the value. Of it. No, well, they didn't. They, they didn't know what the value gold. of it was going to be in twenty some years. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the future. But uh, but yeah, no. So I am so sorry. Right. We okay. So the team, uh, Mega Charizard X Greninja, uh, Lugia, right? Because I'm allowed one yep. legendary. Yeah, right? yeah, that's fine. Uh, let me see. Um, oh boy. Superior contrary with Focus Sash. Okay. And I love that. And Porygon Z. Mm. I love Porygon. I love I love its final form, Porygon Z. And then the last one would be Imposter Ditto. And mm, in the Gen 6 and 7 like matches that I would play, mm. I would always use Imposter Ditto and people would get I like I could tell, I could feel their seething hatred from the other side. Because they would use legendaries and I would yeah. or a oh. me, or a mega. Yeah. And I would send out Imposter Ditto. And here's the crazy part in the game. I could have Mega Charizard in play. Yeah. And if I put out Imposter Ditto and he copies their mega, I got two megas. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> and the game sorry. doesn't the game doesn't fix that. So it's awesome. Hey, it's, it's just like uh hey. it's just like playing like a Dragon Ball Z game with somebody. 
and you use Captain Ginyu, and then you let them beat you up the entire time. Then you hit them with that body switch. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'll say, like, uh, I think it was the Tenkaichi games that I wasn't a fan of the body switch on that because when he would do it, he would actually do the body switch with the characters that he switched bodies with in the anime or in the series. Whereas I was more the traditional one where it's like, I let the person beat me up the entire time, especially online. Let them beat really? you up, so, take their Tenkaichi, body, and then they were rage quit. So Tenkaichi really had it that you could only body swap with like Goku yep. or... And that, wow. That's because that's, of, that's because of guys like him, they got so much complaints <laughs> that they fixed, mm-hmm. they fixed it when they did the Tenkaichi series, which then, of course, is regarded as... Yeah, Mia, Dragon Ball Z series. <laughs> no, no, people love the Tenkaichi series, man. Oh, nobody really, I know really likes do. it. I, I, got, I got a lot of friends that love it. Yeah, yeah. well, Trav, that's you yeah, know, that's that's your circle, friends. Like and my, my circle of of hatred. People, yeah, there are a lot of people that love that game. Like, I mean, like it's it's fun for what it is, but it's no Budokai. No, it's definitely no Budokai. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 no. So, uh, uh, Danny, I, oh, go ahead, D. No, no, no. Okay, Go ahead. so I, no, I was yeah. just going to keep it on the uh, Pokemon train. Well, hold on, I still, you... I still want to go finish up some Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let me ask my question. Let me ask my question. You ask yours. All right, Trail. Okay. Okay. Oh man. All right. So, how did you feel about Detective Pikachu? I liked it. Yeah, I liked I it really too. did. When I went to the theater, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Pokemon live action." Uh, yeah, I guess. They call it live action, but it's not. Okay. Okay, but like wait, yeah, live action with really good CGI, and I I liked it a lot. I, I was actually pleasantly surprised that they brought in like Mewtwo mm-hmm. and that the yeah. story. Oh, the story was like, fantastic. Yeah, story and, and, really and I liked and I liked that Mewtwo's backstory was sort of like consistent with what it normally is. Right. They didn't try to like yeah. rewrite it. Like it almost felt like the movie could have taken place in how do I say the anime world, but at least like in the in the game world. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I see it. That. it de- Right, you can play the video games, and then you play, and then you watch Detective Pikachu, and it's like, oh, this all kind of fits together. Yeah. So, like, I like that a lot, and I love that they uh, definitely showed the wide array of different Pokemon. Yeah. I, I think the Pokemon Company was pretty heavily involved in the production of it, so they did a great job making sure that it represented everything about the series. And I just, I, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I got my Detective Pikachu card from it somewhere, but yeah. I thought you was about to pull it up, man. It's it's like hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna call you uh bag and sag and Larry, man, because it just seems like you just keep on pulling something. <laughs> there it is. There it is, there right there. Mm. Yeah, I wish I would have got one. Like I, I went to go see the movie when it came out and I didn't get anything. Oh man. Because they knew Sorry. about you. They knew they about, knew yeah. about yeah. me. Yeah, they said they I guess in certain movie theaters, they was just like, no, nah, these are for kids only. They, nah, you know what they was like? It was like this inside smudge, mother. Right. Ah, here we go. I have to I, wait, smudge I got, coming. I gotta tell you, I went with uh with a lady friend of mine to go see Detective Pikachu. And um and when we went to the theater, like, you know, we handed the ticket and everything, and it's like, enjoy the movie. And I'm like, where are my cards? Like, oh, you want the? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, here you go. All right. And I'm like, thank you very much. So, yeah, I I right. just recently, <laughs> you know, they got the McDonald's 25 year promo cards, and you know, your boy, no, yep. your boy no. rolled up trying to get the cards right, but they they got a lockdown on the on them, and uh, really, I, I played it off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, my kids, man, they, you know. They they feed it for him, but the reality is your boy was feeding for him. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't hear 
here using Jesus. your skills to get Pokemon cards, man. Do you want? Do you, did you get them? Yeah, did I you, had to did buy. You get I have to keep buying hat. You can only buy. They won't sell them to you outright like a regular McDonald's toy because why? Yeah. I don't know. And yeah. then you got to buy Happy Meals, and now most places limit you to four Happy Meals per order. Yeah, because so. people people were racking up. <laughs> oh, on nice. It. Yeah, but yeah. nice. I mean, dude, they shouldn't be worth anything. It's a McDonald's promo. It's people a promotion, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like they're not worth anything, but they'll they're not worth anything now. Oh no, they now. are. Like that, they uh, are. That, the Hollow Pikachu is yeah. worth seventy bucks right now, bro. Well, yep. think about uh, and I, and I'm mad that. My grandma threw these away, but remember when Burger King had the the gold Pokemon yep. cards, yep. the metal ones? My grandma. Yeah. Threw, Gosh, I still yeah. I still have a couple of those. Yeah. You two and yeah. Togepi. Yep. So <laughs> wow. Our our shop that sponsors us, Golden Ink Tattoo, they have them in the the case at the tattoo. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and since you mentioned Golden Ink Tattoo, like we say in the intro, if you go up in there and you mention leveling up banks, you will get ten percent off your tattoo. Just tell them that we sent you. Very cool, man. Very nice cross promotion. Nice oh, really nice quick, blow. really quick. Can I show you my favorite Pokemon card? Uh, can we guess? Can we guess before you show? Oh yeah, it to yeah, yeah. That's sure. a good one. Yeah, let's uh, guess. Give us a type. Uh, it's a type? Hold on, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's holographic Charizard. No. Yeah. Ah. See, I do have thanks. that one. I was gonna take. We need it. I was gonna take dude, a stab. His favorite and could be anything. I was gonna take a stab and say okay. make a Charizard EX. But now no, I'm not thinking I, I, that's it. No, this is definitely from the old old it's, days. Um, it's, Gen- it's up to you. Oh, it's got to be Alakazam. The infamous Alakazam. Oh, it must be two or me. It's got to be <laughs> one close. of them two. Though. Is it Mike? Oh, it's Kadabra? Oh, is it? Nope. No, he was close. Derek, Derek, no, Derek it's got to be metal. Is it Michael? Uh, Mecca? Is it Mecca? Mm-hmm. Did nope, they have a card? No, nah, he said Gen 1. What is it? Mecca Mutu? Metal Mutu? No, Gen he said you were close when you said Alakazam. No, Mewtwo and Mew. Mm. Oh, you Mewtwo and Mew. What's close to that, Tri? Uh It's a rare version of one of those cards. Was oh, it? Uh, is it? Is the it the shot? Is it the shadowless Mew Mewtwo? No, no. Is it? Is it the Mewtwo that has the uh, like the metal armor on? Oh, dang! No, that's what I said. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, let's do this. He's got me. The anticipation's me. killing me. Oh it's, yeah, I remember. Uh, it's the Mew that they gave away with the soundtrack in Japan. Yeah, that's crazy. How much Jeez, is that? How much is that fire? Or too much? I got it a lot. quite a while ago, but uh, yeah, that car is what at least twenty years oh, old, yeah. right? Absolutely, if not older. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say that thing. Oh yeah, easily <laughs> older because they're celebrating twenty five, so it's got to be yeah. twenty four years. Old exactly. Soon, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, well, since because uh, I was close, I saw Danny. Well, you know what, Crab, go ahead and ask your question because I was about okay. to ask another. No, Pokemon I just want to cycle back to it. So again. You know, I like to watch a lot of my Yu-Gi-Oh! and sub. And mm-hmm. um, when I saw that, you, you were, they just call him the Shepherd. And um, Kenneth Drayden is, Kenneth Drayden is his name. They call him the Shepherd because he's a bounty hunter. But in Japan, they call him the Blood Shepherd. And this dude is a savage. Mm. So when I found out Heard that, that uh, you know, you voiced him, I was like, <laughs> oh, man, that's wild. You know, I haven't seen a lot of the new English dub. But I was able to see a couple um, stuff on Netflix because I don't have Pluto. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just want to hear more about the process of doing that. And, you know, 
I'm assuming you went ahead and watched some of the subs. I'm assuming they would give you material so you can really see what this character is about and get his story. And because he has a lot of backstory to him, like he's not some random character. Like he's got a whole story, and that's pretty. You know, it's a tearjerker story that the guy's got. Yep. So, um, I contractually speaking, I'm not sure how much I can go into about what they give you and all that kind of stuff. But at the very least, I'm comfortable saying that they definitely like sat me down and told me, yeah, there's a saga with this mm -hmm. character. Yeah. It's like, okay. So, nice. um, so that was pretty, you know, I was like, okay, all right, you know, because I, I, I didn't know when I was trying out. I mean, I, I, I was generally, generally familiar with like the first season of Reigns, but I didn't really know too much about beyond that. Mm -hmm. So, when I got cast as a character and they let me know, oh, there's, there's stuff with this guy. It's like, okay. Um, and as for making up the voice for him and all that, I really was trying to hone in on his sort of like intimidation kind of factor. You know, I really wanted to make sure that he was a character that was, would strike fear into the hearts of his enemies um, and, and really just kind of lean into that really hard but also make sure that he could emote and he, you know, he doesn't, he's not going to crack jokes or anything, right. but he's definitely the type of character that will be sarcastic and will, will be dismissive and stuff like that of his opponent. So uh, that's about as much as I'm comfortable saying okay. yeah. since it hasn't aired yeah. yet, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, you know, I'm so. just excited to see it, man. Cause I say that Reigns is the best Yu-Gi-Oh series since the original. Oh, thank you. Oh my dude, thank it's you. I mean, the story like the story is in depth. I don't yeah. know anything about the manga or anything like that, but mm -hmm. I know how in depth the story is and the characters are. It's it's not some of the Yu-Gi-Oh felt like it was just there to sell sell cards. I like, feel like well, this is more than that. I can say I, I definitely that. I'm so sorry. I definitely um I even spoke with uh, our our director Darren mm -hmm. about just how like how awesome I thought the story was mm -hmm. uh, for Vrains because, uh, you know, like, I mean, like as, as it is, uh, we've, we've pretty much, we've finished recording. Right. So I got to really sit down with them and just be like, Oh my God, like the story. Wow. You know, but um, that's definitely a, a huge highlight for American fans as they're watching it. You know, this is definitely something that's very, uh, uh, you know, the narrative is really crucial. I mean, it's, it's the characterization, you know, there's, there's happy moments. There's heartbreaking moments. It really goes the full gambit, mm -hmm. and it definitely is. Uh, it's it's. I I I definitely get the impression that it was like it was a, a passion project of just like yeah, this is this is something that they, a story that they wanted to tell, and and it's it's, it's a great one. Mm -hmm. So I encourage everyone to definitely check it out on Pluto TV. It's it's awesome. That's all I can say. It's and I've been watching since the original, and I yeah. I love all the Yu-Gi-Oh shows, but I can definitely say Frames is very unique and special yeah and it's still it's really cool so like how does it feel you know being a kid watching Yu-Gi-Oh and now being a part of you yeah, know like wild <laughs> I mean say, <laughs> there, I, I was there he is right there yeah I, I see the grin I see like <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you ask Yu-Gi-Oh first and then Pokemon like how does it feel you know uh so because and it did happen in that order first it was Yu-Gi-Oh and then it was Pokemon mm -hmm. and uh basically Yu-Gi-Oh Okay, so when I first started taking classes at Actors Connection, and I saw that Darren Dunstan could show up as a, a as a guest teacher and, and stuff like that, I was like, "Oh my god, can you imagine if I met him and if I could try out for Yu-Gi-Oh? If I got on Yu-Gi-Oh, oh that's crazy!" But like, no, no, just keep it in check, Danny. 
So it was just like, you know, starting with commercial and then eventually over time, like, and then other different types of uh, voice acting types and then eventually getting to character acting. And then by that time, I started taking classes with Darren and he really liked my stuff. But the, the point for that is just that it was such like a crazy like fantasy that I was like, mm -hmm. there's no way. Like, right. It, it just, just getting the chance to meet him is wonderful yeah. and, and have him like, have him critique my work and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but then eventually when it was like, hey, would you want to audition for Yu-Gi-Oh? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you know, it was great. And I, I, I did my auditioning. Uh, and when I got the Shepherd audition. Right. And I, and I got back, uh, you landed the part. I'm like, you got to yeah, be kidding me. That's so wild. I wasn't, I wasn't sure how big of a character he was. So I thought, oh, maybe he's like a villain of the week or whatever. Like, it's okay. This is fun. But then I did my research and then I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. He's like That's legitimately legit. part. Yeah, of he's a significant character with a whole yeah. thing. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, so it was pretty surreal. It didn't really register with me until I played, and I keep going back to this Legacy of the Duelist on the Switch. Right. Where I dueled myself. <laughs> well, and then we'll get into that too when we talk about Pokemon and we're talking about, you know, you possibly dueling yourself too in that, that game too. But, Pokemon uh, battle. But I do want to. But, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, du but dueling myself, I was like, yeah, it's crazy. I'm, a, I'm part of Yu Gi Oh! history. Yeah. Okay. I do All have right. a question though before we even move Please. on from that. For those yeah. that don't know, um, Darren Dustin does. Um, Pegasus. Uh, Pegasus. Yeah. So I do, and of course, you know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle freak that I am. He also plays Splinter in the 2003 right. I love, series. I love the 2003. The TMNT. greatest TMNT yeah. cartoon yes, series of I all agree. time. But I agree. um, did you ever get him? To, uh, did you mess with him? To, did you get get a little Kaiba boy or anything like that? Uh... <laughs> No, but I was in a class where somebody asked him if he could do that. Uh huh. And he did it. He did it. Yes. <laughs> Just really quick, really quick, and we all got a laugh yeah. out of it. And uh, he's like, "That'll be twenty bucks." Oh yeah, <laughs> we got a laugh yeah. out of that too. <laughs> <laughs> and he, was, he was, of course, he was kidding. It was, fun. it was fun. I know oh, that's amazing. But, uh, yeah, that is yeah. amazing. I definitely know it's one of those uh, things where it's like, uh, like a respect thing, where it's uh -huh. just like you know, it's like you have to be professional, even though it's like you grew up being a fan. It's just like if you were like I'm a wrestler, for example, right? It's like I wouldn't go up to Ric Flair and be like, "Hey, can you Shut just up. say?" Oh, I thought you were about to bring it. up my childhood trauma <laughs> story. No, I don't, no, no, no. I, what, what the Ric Flair? Remember, uh, your, yeah, remember I met him at an autograph sign-in, and I looked at him and I said, "Woo!" And he looked at me and said, "Nice try, kid." <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, Walking, I wasn't gonna say. Just totally I, crapped on me. No, I wasn't right gonna say me, that, bro. I was ten. <laughs> no, I'm just, so I'm I, just saying, like, uh, you know, if I was in the locker room with Ric Flair, I wouldn't go up to him and be like, "Hey, can you just say woo real quick?" You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I would ask him to slap his chest. Like, I would tell him to do that, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a professional thing where it's like, you know, hey, if I can get a picture here or there, I'd appreciate that. But like, I wouldn't get them out of their yeah. comfort zone and ask them, could they do something? Cause I mean, you know how somebody like Jaleel White, for oh, example, yeah. he doesn't like being called Urkel anymore. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, nah, I definitely mean, when you're trying to get to know them as as a professional and all that kind of stuff, it's it's so important. And I mean, like, it doesn't matter whether you're a fan or not, you just, you want to stay professional. Right. Even if you're meeting someone, let's say that you're not a fan of maybe the stuff that they've done, but you just, you know that they do stuff and, and all that kind of stuff. You still want to just treat them professionally and all that kind of stuff. Cause you want them to get to know your abilities and your talent. You don't yep. want them to, to you like just, I mean, and you know, like 
honestly, you know, at some point when you get to know them, it's it's fine to be like, oh my god, I love your work as as yeah. Pegasus or whoever. Like, you know, it's all good. But uh, I'll just mention, I I waited to uh, uh, let them know about my fanboyness when we got to um, <laughs> uh, Comic Con and they had the Yu Gi Oh Museum and I got signatures from some of the past oh, past members, including. Including Darren, he signed my Thousand Eyes Restrict, which I seem oh, to have misplaced. Oh, that is bad ass, right? There. But he he signed that. And, the only uh, thing better would have get yeah. would have been able for him to sign like a two yep. world, yep. yeah, book right. or something. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I figured, I figured like everybody would have him sign so, two yeah, world. Yeah. So I'm like, I would honestly, get, like, I wouldn't have thought to you know sign the Thousand, Thousand Eyes Restrict. So good call. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, D. Oh yeah. Okay. So Danny, did you you kind of came into this by uh, I guess chance, like doing voice acting? Did you now when you got in and started yeah. doing your research, were there any people that you took inspiration from in any capacity? I would say people I took inspiration from. Or anybody's techniques that you even uh studied. I'll take that answer. Yeah, no, that's fine. Well, basically mm -hmm. for my base acting ability. I definitely went with the Sanford Meisner technique, which is that, um, you know, when you're acting, you're living truthfully under imaginary circumstances. Mm. So you try to bring your most real kind of like self to what you're doing and, and a sense of realism to it and sort of like the awareness bubble so that, you know, like if you're acting on stage or for television, you know, it's just you and the other person and you're not aware of the other things that are happening around you, yeah. the space is 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 a is a creative but real place a place where okay. your emotions are real um that was my technique okay. with acting i like that i mean specifically when i got to college and everything uh but another thing that i learned even from when i was younger was like the way that meryl streep approaches acting which is that when she is looking over a mm. character she tries to find things between herself and the character that she has in common so that way she sort of makes an agreement with the character of, okay, these are the qualities that we share and these are the qualities I'm going to present. And if you have any negative qualities, I will take them on in the performance, but I agree to portray you in as potentially good a light as possible. Not that you're taking the character and making it something that they shouldn't. It's just that you, I mean, you know, every, every character, mm -hmm. even villains think that they yep. hero of their own right. story. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you have to play everyone with a sense of, of genuine, you know, there has to be a, a genuineness and a truth to them. And, and, you know, for someone like the shepherd, I mean, uh, as fans will see in the U S he does have a good reason for doing mm -hmm. what he's doing. Yep. You know, it's still mm -hmm. evil, right. but, hey, the anti -hero. but, but, but he, but what he thinks right. what yeah. he's doing is yep, absolutely exactly. right. right. Yeah, yeah. So you have you have to be dedicated to that. Even if you're going to play someone who's fearsome and and dark, you know, it's sort of like okay, yeah. but why you own are it. they doing that? Right. Are they trying to scare? Are they trying to scare someone? If you just try to go for a voice for the sake of being a voice, it's hollow. But if you if you have more of a reason for why something is the way that it is, if if you understand why the character yep. is where they're coming from. And even if the character is a villain of the week and you don't know much, like you're not going to mm -hmm. learn much about them, you can come up with a backstory in your head and that can make the performance yep. more nuanced. Yeah. Uh, and then in terms of voice acting, like inspirations, it's really hard not to pick someone like mm -hmm. Kevin Conroy. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> I could kind of hear uh, but, that when you were like, when you were doing like the dark voice a little bit a while ago, I could, yeah, I could hear that. you know, and, and, and a lot of the, the folks in the, in the DC yep. animated universe, um, and uh and then just uh you know like as for anime voice actors i mean uh 
because I grew up with like Steve Bloom's uh, mm-hmm. Spike and 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 uh, you know, ah uh, goodness, um, Bill Bingsley's uh, Jet. Like they're two major influences yep. on me. Um, and another one, believe it or not, uh, comes from Digimon. Um, and that would be. Oh. <laughs> Derek Stephen Prince and all of the different characters that he played. He he could do like anything. And yeah. that I just really admired a lot. I mean, everything from the clown monster Piedmon to uh Vimon to mm-hmm. Ken. Who's oh, the that's greatest my favorite Digimon character? Stingmon. Uh, right. You know? Best. Yes. Oh my god. So basically. Yeah, like just the more varied and, and like like yeah more techniques yeah. that the voice actors had, the more I like really respected them and stuff like that. But like you know, everybody in yeah. voice acting industry is is definitely entitled to a yeah. great deal of respect because what we do isn't easy. We yeah. just make yeah. it look easy. Um, so, and and before uh, I let it hand it back to Banks, uh, one more question: What is the theme of your Yu Gi Oh deck? Just in case, um, I mean, I'm in a car <laughs> shop one day and I see you, I'll be like, I got this guy beat. I'm gonna run back to the car and get my anti-Danny deck. I'll just show you. I'll uh, show you one card, and that should tell you everything oh, you need wow. to know. Uh, is that a magician? It's a no. Nope. It it's Blackluster Soldier. Okay. All right. Chaos. It Woo. is chaos. All right. All right, guys. I got some homework <laughs> to do, so uh, get out of here. <laughs> well, be grateful you're not my friend, mm-hmm. uh, Jen. <laughs> Jen Silverman, she uh she and I duel a lot and uh I have found my new favorite deck which is Kaiju's mm. and yep. I use that uh-huh. and she she hates me <laughs> a lot for using Kaiju's so you know yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got one more yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh question Bang since yes, you brought please. that up. Yeah, how yeah. do you feel about the state of Yu-Gi-Oh and how fast-paced it is where it's pretty much you're not even competitive unless you have you know, deck one, two, or three, you know, pretty much. And asking that because, you know, we got the new Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s anime that's out, and it's it's kind of the opposite. The anime revolves around him thinking that the game moves too slow, so he wants to speed it up, and I feel like they made that anime because of the state of the the card game itself right now, but what are your feelings on that? Uh, I'm not going to necessarily comment on that, but what I will say is that Konami uh, definitely takes great care to to make the game in the way that they best see fit, and they definitely, you know, with, with the ban list and everything, try to tweak things so that the game is always changing and different, so that it doesn't become too concentrated on a single card. I mean, everybody knows that part. Um, but I def like in playing uh, Legacy of the Duelist, which has almost the latest stuff, right. not quite. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. I really liked uh, having a lot of different decks. Uh, I definitely found that the decks that I went up against, like there was all kinds of crazy stuff that I really enjoyed. It was great having like stuff that was from the anime, like uh, Dark Sanctuary be turned into a real card. Mm. You know, they, they tweak the effects and everything a bit. But um, as for like how fast paced the game is, I mean, I remember back when I was a kid and, and I actually really enjoyed uh you know, like the actual way the game is played, right. not like the Duel's Kingdom rules. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, the game definitely was was much slower back then, but I think the speed of it now works 
really well in terms of the games going fast and and being like sort of like knowing what cards combo into what. I mean, now a lot of players there's a lot of combo like, in immediately yeah, 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 yeah. Like what combos into what. And I kind of loved that. I when like I, it too. I, I just don't like when turn two it's over. That's you know what I mean <laughs> when you start getting into that field. I yeah, and no, I understand. Right. You know, I mean, I mean maybe um you know. Yeah, no, I definitely understand. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, I'm sure Konami will will see that. I don't think they do it intentionally. An you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, yeah, of course, yeah, of no. I'm sure not. as they make the cards, it's like, oh, this would be a great card. But they're like, as I'm sure as time goes on, they'll they'll figure out ways right, to yeah, yeah. balance things out. But uh, but I love a lot of stuff that they got. Boral Sword Dragon, um, the uh, I mean, all of the Boral Dragons really. Um, a lot of the the new Link monsters. I mean, I just I really I like it a lot. I'm definitely not the type of person where having a lot of aspects of the game is is a bad thing. I like it so much. Right. I think there's a lot of people that do. Yu-Gi-Oh! card game is still one of the top oh, yeah, card super games popular, yep. ever. It's like super duper popular. So I mean like I think the reason why like they might make <clears throat> an alternative, you know, is so that they can cater to the people that right. want things to to be more simplistic and then cater to people that are like us that love the crazy complicated combos and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I think they're trying to appeal to as wide a market as they can for that. Absolutely. Card game. But yeah. Hi, Banks. So, Buck. Hey, thank you, sir. <laughs> so uh, I have a question for you, and it is going to be uh, three choices that I want you to pick from. Oh, no. Uh, three, three popular animes that are out right now one of them is not out right now, which is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean. I just want yeah, to throw that know. out there. But, <laughs> but if uh, what are three popular animes that you would like to do voiceover work on? Without even a thought, Stone Ocean. <laughs> like, That's I why I said it. Think of, I don't even have to think about it. Um, so, you, and then you want two more. My Hero Academia. That's another good choice. Uh, let me think for a minute. What else is out in the? That's market? what he does. He 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 side swipes you with this random. I, I, see, I love this. Never thought about it. Was this. three. And they, it makes our guests think. Yeah, he's yeah. getting better, Trav, yeah. in some capacity. <laughs> so give me ten. Hey, hey, y'all, y'all noticed that he didn't say One Piece. So <laughs> he's saying he's just. One One Piece would be wonderful. Thank, I'd be thank happy you. To work on one this piece. guy's just thank out you. there. Well, um, how, well, let me ask, well, Danny, let me ask you this. What, what do you like more, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure or One Piece? Let me ask you this first, Danny. Have you, have you no, seen One Piece? No, let him answer the question, D. <laughs> no, it's got to be a fair question. It's got to be a fair question. Hold on. I feel like I want to answer Derek's question first, and then I'll answer Benjamin's. Ooh, that Derek, means... Have, I, have hmm? I seen One Piece for only a little bit? Okay. I, definitely, okay. I, I watched the original Four Kids dub. Okay. Um, then I watched uh, a bit of the Funimation dub. Okay. Right? Um, but I, it's, it's, it's a massive story. Yes, it's fantastic. It but by the time I started getting mm -hmm. into watching one piece, I was already in college yep. and exactly. off and running. And it was the same sort of thing that happened with like Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I would have loved to have kept watching Zexel and Arc five. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to go back and rewatch them since I know they're available on Netflix and everything. Mm -hmm. But, um, but with one piece, uh, one of my good friends, Eric Yoshida, uh, he, is super in it yep. right now like he's telling me all these updates about mm -hmm. it and the more he tells me about it like with the world building the more i'm like oh my gosh yeah. like i never imagined it was like 
the way that it was. There's also um, a YouTuber named uh, Teching101 who does videos on on nice. One Piece and the world and all that. Right. And I, I check mm -hmm. it out and I'm like, oh my god! Like it says, like one thing that I love like about Bleach is that in a lot of the novels they talk about like the origin of the Soul Society yep. and the world. And I'm like, oh my god, such incredible world building. Then I listen to One Piece's world building and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like it's so it's really yeah. impressive. Really, Zach, really now good you stuff. can answer. Uh, yep. Uh, Go ahead, answer Benjamin. That, hey, Benjamin. hey, Danny. Danny, I yes. just want to say, uh, you know, yeah, okay. that was very kind of you to let him down easy. Hold on, Banks ain't Banks so, ain't lying though, man. This man was a real professional. Now go ahead and go ahead and tell him why you like JoJo more. I do like JoJo. It's okay. Uh, the reason I like the reason I like JoJo better, it's not because of the world building yet, because I've I've read a bit of the manga, a bit forward of what's to come, and it's like, oh my gosh. But basically, um, with JoJo, I think it reminds me a lot of of Yu-Gi-Oh in a way, in that it started off in this one kind of direction with the Hamon and everything, and then yep. it sort of naturally evolved into the stand thing and much like how dual monsters took over what Yu-Gi-Oh's story was about right. because of of like of you know the dual monsters card game becoming so popular with the audience that it's like okay then this is what the story's going to be um i think the the similar thing happened with stands but they made it work in a, in a, such a natural way and beyond that uh Araki was so good about like the stand power is so insane like you can do anything from yeah. a narrative perspective with that and each individual part it's sort of like with digimon or power rangers where they have a completely different cast right and it never feels stale or old which is not to say that one piece or bleach or any of them with long-running stories feel that way but i i grew up like watching power rangers and seeing different teams and different groups and all that kind of stuff so it brings back that kind of feeling of like oh here's these different teams and here's how they handle things and stuff like that and each of them brings their own power sets and their own unique circumstances to the plot so i i like that just a little bit more but i respect one piece the huge like saga that it's telling. Oh yeah, and for sure. You you gotta you gotta believe that when when it's getting because I believe Oda said that he's like halfway through One Piece. It's never point. gonna end, it's right? Never but end. like when it when it eventually does at some point, you gotta believe I'm gonna be right there watching because like even with Naruto, Naruto's not my favorite of of my shonen anime, but I like it and respect it a lot, and I also like its world building a lot. Yeah, but you know. With the manga and the anime, I was there to see the end because uh, I was like, wow, you know, and it was really impressive. Uh, so, but JoJo, I mean, I go back and I rewatch JoJo a lot. I just really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I really do. I'm sorry. I, I I'm love so sorry, name. Derek. I love this game. <laughs> well, I, I, here's the thing, though, about JoJo. It's either you love it or you hate it. It's one of those kind of things. It's where it's got this fan yep. base that is so loyal and they love it. <clears> and then there's other guys who just can't get into it. And they can't stand that it's so popular. And they're like, dude, how are people yep. liking this? Imagine you know that. what I so mean? So here's that's how One Piece so is, though. Danny, they're, so here's the cool they're thing. slowly getting mm -hmm. into it. <laughs> JoJo is slowly like, taking it. Hey, Rohan's that yeah, dude. Exactly. Bro. Rohan's, Rohan's yeah, exactly. Rohan's that yes, dude. Yes, he is. Yeah, Rohan's we just, cool. We just did the Rohan review. And it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's funny because D was working out the other day. And on his work on his workout playlist, JoJo came out. And this is the first time yeah. it's ever come. And I was just like, it's because like y'all are slowly, yes. sure, vibing. slowly vibing with the JoJo. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I'll definitely tell you, 
I'll definitely tell you. I started watching part one and I kind of like dropped it a little bit. That's why I hated it. I was like, oh. so then, so then, uh, my friends were keeping up with it and they're like, Danny, Danny, do you like Yu Yu Hawker show? I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you like da 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 like Indiana Jones and stuff? I'm like, yeah. Okay, okay. The beginning of part two is gonna start airing on Toonami. Watch it. I'm like, okay. And then like Joseph is my man crush. So like Joseph Joestar, you know, I just can't get enough of him yeah and then you get to jotaro and i'm like i'm done i'm i'm done i'm this is this is this is part of my anime con consumption now yeah you gotta watch it you gotta watch <laughs> yeah. it just the, just the music and all of that stuff. Uh, it's, it's crazy that you say that joseph is your favorite mine is uh, uh josuke his son his grand his son oh my god yeah like, i, part, I part love josuke too but like joseph is like He's such a scumbag that I kind of love it. Yeah, man. It's, it's, you know, he's, he's he's the polar opposite of Jonathan. Exactly. Like he's everything that Jonathan is not, and he's a scumbag for real. Um, but yeah, Joe Skate, yeah. like I, I love him, but yeah. it's crazy that he's the only Joe star that spoiler alert that never defeated the main villain. And like and D and Trav, they don't know who the main villain is in part four because I do really want them to watch part four since they love Rohan so oh, much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. It, really I love good. the way they go about the villain in part four. I'll, that's all I'll say. It's, it's very different than what you might expect. You know, you're going to be very surprised. Um, but um, yeah, no, you know, for Iraqi, it was such a huge um, risk to go from from the very like uh, uh paragon of good that jonathan was to joseph who's a scumbag uh but an but a likable charming one yeah and just uh you know he really uh it was a bold move but one that obviously paid off for him to change protagonists like that and and it's funny because then in my mind i think that konami with Yu-Gi-Oh took that same right. kind of yeah. risk with gx and 5ds and it paid off because everybody loves each of the different series and they can develop each set of protagonists exactly. with their own sort of things instead of trying to continue one story forever and ever but they can bring back the old uh, protagonists whenever they want like dark side dimensions right so it's I, I i honestly feel that like the generational kind of thing is like the ideal way of handling a long-running series but that's but that's my yeah yeah because because pokemon does a i was about to say and then you ash. you roll right on into ash who's been 10 for 25 years 25. <laughs> but then and, and then and then in that sense that makes it that that character is legendary. Right. I mean, like he's ubiquitous across the world. Yeah. You know, I Everybody mean, knows so, yeah. you know? well, remember so, they were they were throwing around the rumor that when Journeys before Journeys became a thing and it was called Journeys and it was out that Ash was, you know, gonna walk out and like he won he wanted you know he had the, the he had his yep. hurrah moment that he was gonna walk out and leave, and uh, it wasn't until they released the new so Sword and Shield sets that people are like, okay, maybe Ash is sticking around. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I remember that. I remember, uh, you know, at that time I knew nothing, so I was just like, I was like, are they? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that was the you know only question I have for you. I mean, I, I appreciate the JoJo love. Whenever we can get some <laughs> JoJo love up here, I appreciate it because most of the times it's like uh, Daniel going into the lions den with these guys. Because uh, you thirsty for that JoJo. Well, see, we'll see. No. See, I am Daniel, so I can't. Hey, there you go. Hey, we got to bring you back, man. We definitely got to bring you back. Oh, I'd be happy to. But hey, guys, did y'all have any other questions or? I do have one final question. Please. Um, okay. 
which do you prefer the voice acting job for and mm-hmm. a protagonist or an antagonist ha! which do you feel <laughs> which one drives you more like you said you want to feel like you can get into it and relate to them so basically this is really interesting because the character mm-hmm. of Ryan uh and especially yep. as you see more episodes with him um i just i just feel like he's like a lot like me personally and then and uh even some of our castmates were like yeah you know like that know me and stuff so uh for ryan it's very easy for me to just go straight to him mm-hmm. uh the shepherd is interesting because i have to really kind of get into a certain mm-hmm. headspace with him um, I always have to be mindful of his wound, which we're not going to talk about, but, you know, be mindful of where he's coming from and all that kind of stuff. And I really enjoyed that process. I would have to say that I probably enjoy doing mm-hmm. the villains a little bit more, but that isn't to be yeah, dismissive of, of playing the heroes, right. being, being a good character like Raihan. It was so, it's so wonderful playing him and just, uh, and, and just that he's like a good yeah. guy, yeah, yeah. but um, but but doing the shepherd is yeah. so much fun, and and for U.S. fans, when he comes on and and you see where his story goes, woo, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's yeah. definitely the, it was one you. it was one heck of a first uh, uh, first outing for me as as a character voice actor. That that's all I'll say. Yeah, no, just, that whole that whole Yu Gi Oh series fan is incredible yeah, storytelling. Something. Yeah, it really incredible is. Storytelling. And, uh, and definitely. Um, Oh, that's all I can say for now. But oh, yeah, yeah. when I come when I come back, hopefully that'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff about the oh, shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can talk a little bit more about my thoughts on, on his story because it's really no, great. that's definitely so, going yeah. down. Yeah, man. But yeah. so I so I'm gonna have my last question. Please. I'm gonna do a Pokemon and being Raihan. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you got Leon, who of course he's a legend. He looks at you as like his rival, his equal. You gained his yeah. respect. Also, um you're you're a gym leader, dude. You like yeah. you got to play the role yeah, of a gym sick. leader and the final gym leader, right? Is it he's the uh-huh. final badge? He sure is. Galler, he's the final so badge. You're the exactly. Giovanni of the Galler region. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, that's not lost on me. Yep. <laughs> that that's crazy. That's just and you're in, you know, the Masters Eight. You're ranked seventh in the Masters Eight. So it's that's like, right. Pokemon yeah. fans, the character you got is pretty much they don't get much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much all my friends that grew up watching Pokemon with me pretty much were like, you got one of the best characters in the whole show. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Thank you. And and I and I'm 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 so grateful for that. It definitely was, I feel like just truly a blessing. And uh and you know, that's why I, I take the work that I do with them. Like I love it so much, but I take it seriously in that, yeah, no, I'm I'm doing this and I'm 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 a team player, so whatever you need me to do, you, you, yeah. you know I do it. No, and, you uh, have an so, yeah. you have an incredible voice, yeah, dude. Man. Like you're oh criminal, and everybody knows I'm not easy to please with the English dubs, as Banks will tell you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they you know when they said you just got a good voice, you just got a re- you know some guys just have the voice to do it, and you got the voice band, so. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And I just want to give a shout out really quick because you mentioned Leon. Mm. Definitely want to shout out uh, Alejandro Saab, who plays Leon. And he and I are always chatting. He's an awesome dude. That's awesome. So he's, I just want to shout, shout him out. So, yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. Well, hey, Danny, thank you for joining us on today's episode. It was Why you look that- like Giovanni sitting at that desk? <laughs> for me? Yeah. Bring out the Persian. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Oh, 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 wait a minute. 
fun fact, fun fact. This doesn't give anything away, uh, but basically when I, uh, before I got cast as Ryan, I beat him in the game, uh-huh. yeah. all that kind of yeah. stuff. So, you know, and then, and then shortly after I get the audition, I'm like, oh, no way, no way. And then when I get it, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so I actually went back and replayed uh, on a different save file, sword version, just so I could read all of his lines. Right. And, like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great idea. That was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So fun, mm-hmm. little fun fact. But yeah. 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 Awesome. So, hey, yeah. thanks for dropping that little tidbit of information at the end. Danny, yeah. we appreciate you coming on and joining us and sure. now becoming part of the Loving Up with Benjamin Banks family. You know, <laughs> hey, if you love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you're my brother, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm right back at you. Guy. So, right back at hey, you. hey, it's it's not too often that we have guests come up here and they're just like, <laughs> I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's not too often. Most of the time, they're but on. That's all you do is have... bring on guests that love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> but most most of the time, most of the time, uh, you know, we bring on guests that love One Piece. But there's only a few guests that we've had up here that love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Well, that goes to show you. Hey, hush your mouth. So, (laughs) with that being said, Danny, thank you again for joining us. Tell everybody in social media land where they can find you at. Uh, You can find me at uh, Danny Kramer VO on Twitter. Hold on, I'm going to make sure I'm going to, because I'm really dumb with social media. Yeah, Danny Kramer VO. This is what it looks like. So, you can just be absolutely certain. And then on Instagram, I am Danny Shack27. And Danny Shack is a nickname that my friends gave me in college, and it just stuck with me. This is me on Instagram. So that's Ooh. how you can find me. And I make lots of fun posts, memes, PG-rated memes. And, uh, yeah, you know, just fun stuff. So feel free to follow me if you want. Ooh, hey, we hope nothing but the best for you oh, in your career, Definitely. Man. You know, you're a Thank nice you. guy. and. You're funny. You love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Ops. You're not really, <laughs> uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? But most importantly, you got cool yeah, toys. Yeah, man. You got, yeah, you got oh, cool toys. Cool. It's, 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 yeah. You, you, ba- you, uh, you bag and sag and Danny. Hey, hey, Trav, that, that has to be the name of the episode. Cause this bag and just... sag and Danny Shack, baby. <laughs> hey, bro, he kept on pulling yeah, stuff. Man. I was just like, yo, this is awesome. Is. But, uh, hey, Mary again, Poppins Dan... just pulling stuff out yeah, the bag. Pulling, yeah. pulling stuff out. <laughs> so, yeah, Danny, thank you again for joining us. Take care, everybody. Guys, I'm so happy that, you know, we had Danny on. He loves JoJo's Bizarre Adventure just as much as I do. I'm going to have to tell B about him because if you love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, then you're a part of my family. You're a blood brother, a blood sister. And, you know, I'm just happy that you guys are finally giving JoJo a chance. And, uh, you know, hopefully one day y'all will be as hooked onto it like I am. And I think that it will happen one day. I, I think, uh, I think, look, I, I think I'll say this. If I watch part four, it might happen. But it ain't happening for part one, two, and three. I'm sorry. Real, real talk. I want y'all to watch part four. I mean, I think it's on Hulu sub, but the dub, the dub, I, I haven't watched it sub, but I watched the dub, but the dub is really good. I'm trying to get some of the voice actors from the dub to come up here on the podcast. So hopefully we can get them up here one day. Damn right. But yep. um, but yeah, Crab, again, thank you for sliding in Danny's DMs. Really cool guy. And uh, just to go ahead and uh, let you guys know, um, we're going to have him back up here in the future. So, yeah. Redemption. Redemption, Trav. <laughs> so, 
with that being said D tell everybody in social media land at where they can find Mr. Rebellious DX it's gonna be Rebellious double underscore D23 at Instagram.com grab your boy hey you know it's the one stop shop for your boy DK Audio on the Instagrams and Banks where they gonna find you at you can find me your hero Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. Look me up on Facebook by typing in Benjamin Banks and I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg and make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you check out our YouTube by searching Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks where we have video reviews, uh, interviews, uh, anime reviews, anything that you could think of. Trav just started doing comic book reviews, so be sure you check him out. D, he's about to start doing anime movie reviews, so yep. make sure you check all that stuff out and we're going to continue to keep on putting new content out there for you. We've been doing it every week now, and we've been doing pretty good so far, so uh, thank you everybody that's been tuning in and supporting us on our YouTube, and to the people that have been listening to the podcast since day one and staying and supporting us and thank you for the people that have uh joined our patreon i was gonna say all the new all the new people that have come on too yeah yeah man listen to the pod. we've really grown in the last two months yeah, yeah hey thanks a lot everybody we appreciate it i said it on facebook uh last year we had a bunch of surprises for you guys you know we had bo billingsley he was our two-year anniversary and then right after that we had kyle hey bear for uh, our 100th episode so hey we're gonna keep on bringing names on and uh we hope that you stick around and you enjoy and make sure you check out those video interviews so that way that you can see our beautiful faces and see all the reactions and the laughter and, and the all lights. of that other good stuff so uh <laughs> with that being said we'll see you next week and uh make sure you always keep them pinkies up and make sure you always brush your teeth and uh, take some mouthwash with you. Keep a toothbrush on you because you never know. You might go out on a date to a fancy restaurant and you might eat some broccoli and then you might have some broccoli stuck in your teeth. And, you know, if you take that toothbrush with you, then you can brush your teeth and then you'll be good to go. So, yeah. Try but at the same time, that. you shouldn't be out on the date because you should be uh, quarantining right now because there is a pandemic. But if you do have a date that comes to your house, Make sure that you go to the bathroom and you brush your teeth after you eat that dinner. Okay. Hi, Dad. Yeah. Hey, I'm just Jeez. hey, hey, Mr. T used to do it uh back uh, like in this movie. And Mr. T also to- used to go on a 20-minute rant about his mama. He, he, about his mom. Hey, 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 he said y'all gonna let me talk mama. about my mom. But real talk though, Mr. T, he deserved every minute of you know that because Mr. T is an OG. But again, thank you everybody for watching this episode and listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.